like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... putting up your butt today bob i'm glad you asked because uh i've recently <laughs> boy am i glad you asked i, 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 I recently I knew you would be visited the international spy museum in washington dc where i found you the did. rectal toolkit yeah. yeah yes rector what, hardly know her yeah well, no it's gonna wreck yourself right out of a prison cell because what it is is a tightly sealed pill-shaped container full of tools that could aid and escape from sticky situations uh, <laughs> butt tools. issued to cia tools. operatives during the height of the cold war according to museum curator vince Horton. the tools inside <laughs> inside the toolkit Includes drill bits, Would saws, you, and knives. These are inside your ass. Inside your ass. If this Wait, thing ruptures. Wait, how is a drill bit helpful if there's not a drill? Because what? you got, you're, you're, look, you're a CIA you're operative. A you got fucking strong you're ass fingies. Twisty, 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 twisty. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. When you're and, a spy, you learn how to do the thing really fast where you rub your hands together. Yeah. And you can make, make fire in yeah. your asshole. So, and, and for those of you who are looking for a size comparison of this thing, because it's significant, it's roughly the size of a, uh, Presto jumbo correction pen. <laughs> it's like slightly larger than I'd say a Zippo lighter. Yeah. It, it's definitely narrower, but it's certainly longer. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I try to think of something that's inaccurate because they picked this up as an example of how big it is. I then, of course, told them to go put it in their butts and report back, well, yeah. which they've yet to do. Well, I'll have you know that no. we, we had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying which one of us has yeah. the other one. Yeah. <laughs> that one got her. <laughs> report back, report back. <laughs> well, uh, my my butt juices are definitely you're, wearing through the sides. Imagine you're in the middle of like a tense situation, like sneaking around Where in Russia. What if you like nervous and what if fart? You fart and it shoots out like a bullet and then it kills and then it kills the person trying to attack you but then it rips your asshole in the process well no that's why well, it's, it's protected it's tightly sealed i, I was like what if you're asshole? on a train i was like what if you're on a transatlantic flight and you have to sit on that oh no. oh yeah for like 11 hours you got you i gotta, mean i get some people's kinks are like anal beads but yeah. these are not them you're in the middle of long this con, is not that that's fucking not. deep ass cover and what do you got literally Deep ass, yeah, deep cover, deep ass cover, and you're sitting there trying to like act like some kind of Russian spy, but you got a giant pill up your ass. You have to act naturally, knowing that you have a saw, a drill bit, and a knife up your butthole. You know, I wonder if this is part of preparation. Like you have to take the just, like pill butt class where they practice yeah. putting shit in your butt all day all and right, sit with it all day. Yeah, but what it makes me don't get aroused. What it makes me wonder is what the Russians had in their asses. Ooh, they probably had Uzis. Fit a whole Uzi up there. See, I was just a, I went I went straight to bear. Bear. The, the Russian. I had the bear. The, 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 we Have don't bear. we don't like to talk about it because we love capitalism so much, but we never talk about is how far advanced communist, communist rectal arts were compared to Americans. They could fit a whole bear in their ass. That's yeah. Accurate. And when you don't have the constraints of capitalism you in can, your way, you can you can do some bad shit, crazy bullshit like sticking a whole bear in your ass. Bear shit, crazy. Bear please. shit, crazy. Could you imagine I mean, though, like pooping that thing out and then like attack bear? Well, and it just like unfolds. You're, yeah. you're you're in a tight spot. You're like in a prison cell. Yeah, you have to somehow 
shit. Shit! Get this out of your shit. Yep. Get out of the appropriate tool with your shit-covered fingers. Fingies, And then please. start sawing. Yep. You don't even really think about how disgusting and dirty a job You're being like a spy there, is. Because it's Ugh. not like... like the whole if you, time. If you have to poop, it's not like you can poop around your butt pill. No, you it's poop no, you have to butt pill. Poop it, wash it, put it back in. <sighs> yeah. That's not sexy. Does the does the does the actual This pill? is what James Bond is never makes it into the movies. Yeah. He definitely does this. Oh totally. He's got uh, it up there right now. Hello 007, we have something new for your kit today. It's You're going to need- like, Oh, does I do I hide this in my shoe? Uh, yeah. I'm afraid not. We do include some petroleum jelly. You're gonna have to jam it directly in your sphincter. My, uh, uh, I'm sorry, my, my what? what? Your sphincter, 007. Your triple O seven. Bend, bend over and cough. Okay. <laughs> it's going to make the whole process much easier. Trust me. Think of something Just close sexy. Your, close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> <laughs> Big, busty England. Go. Imagine you're being pegged by Miss Moneypenny. <laughs> we all know you do it. We all know you do it. Oh We're not here to yuck your yum. <laughs> but seriously, James, stick this up your well, ass. Seriously, this needs to go in your ass immediately. Or like you imagine you're like stuck in a prison cell and like a spy's in there with you and he's like, it's okay, I've got a plan. And he like just starts like, <laughs> shh. And, and then he pulls this thing out of his shit and he hands it to you like, we can get out now. And you're like, yeah, I'm good. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to die here. Prison. Ready to I'm die in fine. prison. <laughs> You know, I think the Soviet Union's a little underrated. I think we'll just hang out for yeah, a Capitalism is overrated. You know Let's what? get into this Let's communism thing. Let's time to get into the communism game because we the guys yeah. got fucking shit escapes out here. This guy shits out a bear. You shit out a knife. I'm yeah. going with the bear. Bear with the bear. I'm going with the bear butt guy. Yeah, bear butt. <laughs> the bear butt. He's bear butted. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you could always tell when the KGB was coming around. The guys with no, no butt on their pants. <laughs> just just bleeding profusely out of their eyes. Have you ever seen... Vladimir Putin's back? No, you haven't. You know why? Bear ass. Because got- there's a bear in his ass. <laughs> That's why he looks so comfortable on that horse. He's just really used mm-hmm. to being uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, That's boy. actually the horse he shat out for the photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, You'd be surprised how much right you- out, climbed on top. Yeah. <laughs> and then put it right back in. <laughs> just folded, folded it back, it back up. up. Folded back in. <laughs> Time to take a nap, Trigger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of the horse? It is now. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Trigger. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we have a vast array of tools in our buttholes. Right now. You guys email us and and we'll let you know. Yeah, email podcast mom. Tell her what's in your butt right now. Tell me what's in your butt right now. We did this years ago. You got a response. You were displeased about it. Yeah. I, no, Send us your emails. Uh, podcastmom at buttstuff.com. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Booze and bruise night. Yes. <laughs> bear ass. Uh, we are not talking about bear asses. We are not talking. Well, I mean, this is Florida, so might be things shoved up your ass. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but this week, so we are uh, the last week our of le- our San Fernando Brewing Company. Yep, the last one. This one also bubbles. There's bubbles in this one too. There's not a lot of bubbles. There's not bubbles, but there's still like some sort of carbonation. It's also so see-through. Yeah. Like it's this is the maybe the lightest beer that's not Bud Light. Like I I'm think holding we've ever it up. Had. I'm holding it up to the iPad right now, and I can actually yeah. see friend's face through the beer. Uh-huh, for sure. It's very light. Yeah. It smells like hot dog 
And it smells like hot dog water. We decided it smelled like hot dog water. So what better uh, episode to do than Florida, which smells like hot dog water? Limp biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the ghost starfishes. We started with the starfish. We started with the starfish. The hot dog flavored water. I mean, let's now talk about Fred Durst's uh, lack of a career right now. Oh no! So anyway, the all he wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the can He'll keep rolling is super yellow. So we were like, <laughs> "What are we gonna do?" And Vanessa said, "Well, it, we could like here, Sunshine State. We can do California. Aren't we the Sunshine State?" No. And then I immediately said, no, it that's Florida? Florida. What are we? The Golden State? It was like five texts in very rapid succession of what it's like to live inside my mind. Yeah, it was good. I, I felt I very got connected to you. I got so, there. So here we are. Haunted Florida. Because that's because Florida is the state of sun. Sun. We are the state of gold. Yes. Makes I more sense. Gold. We had a gold rush. For the gold we did. Yes. For all the rushing for gold. Yes, I mean, I feel like Florida should be the dinosaur state, but they didn't consult me when they named states things. No, and that's really unfortunate. I feel like any state, look, if you're going to come up with a new nickname, email us. Yeah, yeah let come, us know. Come, yeah, Tuna, got, Tuna get you a good name. Tuna's got good names. We got really <clears throat> good opinions on your state. Good, good opinions. <laughs> the best. <laughs> the best. Uh, so I'm up first this week. And so I started looking into Haunted Florida, and we've done some of the big heavy hitters from Florida before. Yeah. So it was like a little bit deeper. And here's what I discovered about you guys, Florida. Here's what I discovered about you guys, Florida. You love the devil. Do they? I found, so my original plan was to do a cornucopia of the devil's objects within Florida. Because I found four. Holy shit. I found four things that were like, the devil's this, the devil's that, the devil's this, the devil's that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do a smattering. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of there there for any of these. Right. But then I started digging into one of them. I got two of them. And then I started digging into the third. And I was like, there's actually a lot of there there. Oh. So it's mostly one. Okay. Which a pre-warning you is incredibly dark. Okay. But then I did find a palate cleanser for the end. Okay, that's good. That's good. So you know what you're in for. There's dark demonic energies. Yeah. It's associated with this episode. Yes, for very much so. So uh, so I started just talking about Florida's devils, and I focused in on the devil's tree. Okay, there's a tree that okay. Satan the, the, likes Does it to... belong to him? Yeah, uh, does he own the real he's estate? He's a fan of it. Oh, okay. Okay. When he's We're in going... Florida for vacation, he likes to visit the tree. Yeah, he hangs out. Okay, okay. And some of his friends hang out there. In that they've hanged themselves there? Sure, we're going to get to it. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, So the Devil's Tree is in Oak Hammock Park, which is in Port St. Lucie, L-U-C-I-E. I I think it's Lucie. Sure. Whatever. Nobody knows. But that's where the Devil's Tree is. But we don't care about Florida. We don't care. So it's a um, it's a very large, very old oak tree that's deep into this park. So it's like a city park that's like right along the channels of... uh, dinosaur water and stuff okay um and the tree is pretty deep within the park though and it's uh at the moment it's off of a dirt path like a nature walk trail kind of mm-hmm. so you gotta go looking for it 
You do have to go looking for it, which many people do. We're going to get to it. Okay. Um, so the legend of this tree says that it's the devil's tree because once upon a time, a serial killer <gasps> liked to bring young women there and <gasps> kill them and then hang them from the tree. Oh, he was a evil He was a mutilated the bodies in the tree. He ah. used to take these women to this tree and he'd just have a picnic with them and then he'd kill other people at a different time. It was actually kind of a nice tree. <laughs> um, and the, he did it because he was possessed by evil spirits that are now in the tree. Ah. So this is like the legend. So then I started looking into it and here's the thing, guys. Is it Ted Bundy? No, Damn but it's it. fucking based on true story. What? This really is the tree of a serial killer. Oh! Ew. So now I'm gonna, t- I know, I was like, it's dark. Uh, so now I'm going to tell you about Gerald John Schaefer. Okay, this is a serial killer I've never heard this of. This is this is a true crime tuna episode spinoff. So I was very excited. I know you guys aren't going to dig it. We're skipping over some of the worst stuff. Okay. So you know. Thank okay. you. Um, so Gerald John Schaefer was born in 1946. Um, he, uh, at the time that he was, kill- most of his killings, he was a sheriff's deputy Whoa. in Whoa. County, Florida. Um, So when he was growing up, his parents divorced. He had like a very troubled childhood. Um, Into his teens, he started developing unusual hobbies like stealing underpants. Oh, um, skinning cats. Killing dogs. Um, And he was especially fond of peeping on his sexy neighbor girl. Ooh, sexy Um, This is a horny teenager, people. Let's not be too um, judgy. I mean, the panty thing is a bit weird. I assume there's bedwetting in there and it's the whole fucking triangle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so then he went to Florida College Atlantic University uh, where, and then he got married. He pretty quickly then got divorced. His wife cited, quote, extreme cruelty for the oh. reason of their divorce. He, he would be like, hey, I want you to give me your underpants and let me pee in the bed with them. And she was like, well, that's a little bit mean. Yeah, that's not really my thing, you know? No, um, I mean, do you have a kit to put in your butt? Because I could be into that. Yeah, right, exactly. That's a little bit different. Feel safer. Yeah. Um, so then he got a job as a high school teacher in 1969. Nice. 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 Um, where he was, he was fired within a year for, quote, totally inappropriate behavior with the young female students. Whoa. And I was like, He drilled a hole do? in their locker room. What did you do in 69 that was inappropriate? Nice. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's true. They're Pretty more much like, everything was fine in the 60s. Yeah. I feel like that is he drills holes in the locker room and like spies and jerks off or he sticks I, his dick through the hole. He, I think it was more like he was trying to mind control them and convince them of like the ways that they should live. There. He's trying to be like a cult leader almost with these. Fucking things. MK Ultra. That's what's going on right now. Yeah. So then he said, okay, what if well, he was trying I'm, to do the Hansel from Zo- uh, from Zoolander and trying to take their underpants off without taking their pants off? Because he does. <laughs> we What we know about this man so far one loves to pee in the bed two loves underpants it's true so is anybody going to refute this does anyone have any evidence of the contrary well no Uh, see okay so that's what it was done so then he said school is not for me maybe i should become a priest no so then he tries to join the priesthood and the catholic church was like nah dude you're fucked in the head yeah we don't want you and that's saying a lot if if he had been spying on little boys now Slightly yeah. different outcome. I mean, these these motherfuckers will touch 60s. up a six-year-old, and they, but they're like, this guy's too fucking this crazy. This guy's too yes. much. I don't so mind pedophilia, he, but this guy's nuts. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. 
So then he started going to therapy and he was seeing a therapist for his deviant sexual and violent thoughts where he repeatedly told his therapist about these crazy like violent sexual dreams and like visions that he has and how he feels there's something inside him telling him to kill women. Okay, so he's schizophrenic. I was hoping that he was just wanting to fuck the underpants he was obsessed with and accidentally stabbed his dick in his dreams and then it just would have been a danger to himself. No, so he wants to be a killer of women. So he said, you know what I should do? I should become a police officer. So I mean, look, here's the thing. As history shows and what today shows, you can get away with that. You know what? Yeah. There you go. He picked the right You're about to be more mad about that. Because he gets a job as a police officer in one county. Mm -hmm. He's fired within like six months because he's taking female unsubs, like female women who've been arrested. Yeah. Um, If he finds them attractive, he gets all their information out of the system and then calls them up afterwards, asks them on dates, and makes it seem as if dating him is a necessity for their like criminal trial to go well. Oh, boy. Mm. So they're like, yeah, you can't do that. You're fired. Well, quid pro quo. Whoa. Yeah. Love. More like so quid then, pro whoa. <laughs> whoa. So they're like, you're fired. Good. So then he's like, that's cool. There's another police department down the street. I'll just go get a job there. So he goes to get a job there. And because he has a negative referral, he has to have a psych test. Okay. Which he fails. But they're like, we really need police officers. So we're going to hire him anyway. I can't. Oh, my yep. God. So then one month into oh his God. job. I'm like ready month, to flip a fucking table. One month yep, into his one, job. He has um, stabbed um, his own dick with a butcher knife. It was just the panties thing. I, please tell me I'm right. Uh, nope. Fuck. Uh, on July 21st, 1972, he picks up two young women who are hitchhiking mm. whilst in his patrol car and in his sheriff officer. Outfit. Okay. So he's and clearly he's, And he's very respectful and he gets them where they're going safely because hitchhiking is dangerous. Right. So he picks up Pamela Wells, 17, and Nancy Trotter, 18. He tells them that hitchhiking is illegal. Uh-huh. Which it is not. Oh, so he lied. Um, and uh, then he tells them it's wait, very dangerous. Lie? What? <laughs> yeah, he tells them it's very dangerous and they shouldn't be doing it. He takes them to the like place where they're staying, drops them off, and says, "You shouldn't be relying on strangers for a ride. If you need a ride, call me. Why don't oh. I come back tomorrow and we'll all go to the beach together?" Oh God! Hey, now this guy's doing all right. See, this so far no! is exactly what I said. He's getting him yeah, somewhere so safe, then, and he's inviting him to a beach party. This guy's okay. So, so he comes back the next day, picks them up to drive them to the beach, except instead he drives them into the middle of the woods yep. where okay. he strips them naked, oh. ties them to the tree, okay. ties a noose around their neck, oh. and tells them he's going to rape them and then sell them into sexual slavery. Okay, that's not what I was hoping. Okay. Then I, may, I may have misjudged his character. <laughs> Maybe. He may have. So again, he's on duty. So then he gets a call and he has to leave. So he leaves them Naked, the tied woods. up to the woods. These women, this 17 and 18 year old woman, Get free, run to the road, get someone to help them. They take them into the police station. It's his fucking police station. Oh, oh no. boy. Oh, boy. He says, oh, I was just, I, I, I did a bad thing, but I was trying to convince, I was trying to scare them away from hitchhiking. But his boss is like, no, 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 you're fired. This you is do yeah. this to women. We, we knew you were crazy and we let you in anyway, but you have continued what? to be fucking crazy. His, his boss is like, well, I suppose it tracks. Yeah. And then so he's like, oh, you're fired. So he's fired. You knew this guy was squirrel turds nuts. Like, what the fuck? So uh, he's okay. a, he's uh, immediately fired and arrested. Good. Oh, but there then, we go. You know, he just gets out on bail. Of course. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he just gets out on bail. And while he's out on bail, he picks up two more hitchhikers, uh, Susan Place and Georgia Jessup, 17 and 16. Wait, where was this? 
Um, this is Florida. This is, Florida. Florida. this is lousy with hitchhikers down there. Yes, it's also the it's the early seventies. Everybody hitchhikes in the seventies. stock. What's up? Yeah. So he picks up these two hitchhikers. Uh, someone saw them get in his car. Uh, they were never seen again until April of nineteen seventy three, when their skeletons were found by hunters by the fucking tree. tree. Oh boy! And and I bet police were stumped as to who did it. Now who would take no, two hitchhikers? Like, no, someone saw them get in his car. He has already tied up women at this tree. Right, but I'm just saying, I'm sure they were like head scratcher. No, the police, they shouldn't have hired him, but the police get their shit together about him pretty quick. That's good. Once they get hip to him, which was not in time. No. Um, so they're like, no, this is definitely this guy. So they arrest him and they get a search warrant to search his house where they find trophies Ooh. from various women that he's <sighs> killed over the years and a diary that details boy oh boy uh, like all what of his he crimes to do and why and a bunch of his crimes and from that they're able to like get hit they're able to place so, a bunch of missing people it yeah. wasn't like trophies of of being nice to people no that, babe. no like, it was it was a lot of underpants because he's a fan of them he okay, loves okay, undies so, okay that's not illegal liking underpants they sell okay. the vending machines in japan now settle down okay also some teeth that's gross. Yeah, we don't. Were they adult fa- teeth or baby he's, teeth? Maybe he's a fan of dentistry. Yeah, he could be a fan of dentistry. Uh, so they find the journal. The journal uh, details killings going okay, back to yeah, nineteen sixty nine. That, that, that does not help my case here. No, that yep. basically from, proves from the journal they're able to pretty much say that he probably also killed um, Carmen Marie Halleck, who is twenty two, Belinda Hutchins, who is twenty two. Uh, he was fans of grabbing people in twos, like grabbing two girls together. Huh. So then we have Colette Goodenough and Barbara Ann Wilcox, who were both 19. And uh, Mary Alice Barsicola and Elise Lena Farmer, who were both 14. Oh! They also find uh, the dead body of one Lee Hanelin Bondaries. Uh, who you may remember as his sexy neighbor that he used to peep on oh, when he was a teenager. Oh shit, he actually killed her. Yeah, so he his MO is that he likes to uh, tie these women up, mm-hmm. rape them, Gross. strangle them, Gross. Uh, then sh- hang them from the tree, Gross. Okay. shoot them in the head, Wow. sometimes mutilate the bodies okay. and bury them. Very Jack the Ripper. Then okay. he likes to come back, okay. dig them up, have a little look-see, have a little round two, sexy time. Did, okay. Didn't Ted Bundy them. do that? Yeah. yeah. But Ted Bundy didn't do it like months later, though. See, that's... Oh, see, he... Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. He, and he would do it multiple times to certain bodies. Okay. He would go back and revisit. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, got um, it. Yeah, so he... So because of these journals, we have a bunch of his writings, and um, they're... Just to give you an example, I'm going to read you part. It's far from the least offensive part of it. But when he would grab two girls together, he called it, quote, doing doubles. And in his journal, he wrote, doing doubles is far more difficult than doing singles. But on the other hand, it puts one in the position to have twice as much fun. There can be some lively discussions about which of the victims will get to be killed first. Oh, boy. When you have a pair of teenage bimbalinas bound hand and foot ready for a session with the skinning knife. Oh, neither of the little devils wants to be the one to go first. And they don't mind quickly telling you why their best friend should be the one to die. Oh. So this is the kind of shit he would do to these women as they were bound and hanging from this tree. Sounds like a real nice guy. 
Yeah. So he's arrested yeah. again. He's not out on bail again. No, you know, probably. it's probably yeah. safe. Okay. They can pretty quickly tie him to two murders, the two murders for the skeletal bodies that they found. Yeah. Um, and it, in the case of like, they think he's killed like seven or eight people, uh-huh. um, but they can pretty much prove two. So they go right. for the two. They get the two. He's convicted. He's serving um, concurrent life sentences. I was like, hey, Florida, why didn't you kill him? Like, yeah, because I was what like, Florida does. I was like, death penalty. That's what God oh, they have Bundy. death penalty down there? That, this guy yeah, seems what, like... That's what yeah. God That's who Bundy. killed Bundy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't um, know anything about serial killers, so... They yeah, were like, so, this guy was a cop, so maybe he's not. Yeah, you know. Well, so in prison, he had a lot of troubles in prison because he killed women, yeah. which is never a great... That's not a good... People don't love that in prison. And he was a cop before he killed women, which is also not a great way to be in prison. No. So he had a lot of trouble in prison. And then in 1995, he was uh, stabbed to death by his roommate. Good. So he's dead. Good. Oh, good. But he used to claim that he he would like talk to papers and he was like, I mean, they're like trying to tell me that I've killed eight women, but it's closer to 80. He was like, I'm not trying to brag, but it's like between 80 and 110 women. And he starts like writing out who they are and how he killed them. And it's some of the most disturbing things I've ever read. Wow. We're not going to talk about it. If you guys want to, you can Google his name. There's a lot of his writings available. It's it's super dark. Wow. Like even for serial killer shit, it's super dark. He had some issues. Yeah. Uh, and he just found the whole thing very funny, which I think is what's Ew. most disturbing about it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. So, uh, and he says in a lot of these interviews that it's because he's possessed by, quote, murder demons. And oh. that's why he has to murder all these women. <laughs> okay. And bring them well, to his specific murder tree. Murder demons, the band name tree. I call it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good metalcore right, band like, name. I, I, Murder that Demon. is the one thing that's come out of this story I enjoyed so far. <laughs> Murder I knew Murder you would hate it. I knew I was going to lose this one. But I was like, this is an urban legend that actually has a real like story. Like factual start, yeah. Like an actual serial killer did used to hang women on this tree. So yeah, you would have you would have to imagine that some of the negative energies, so the baked in dark energies, energies into the soil of the tree. Yeah, no, yes. Baggins is engorged. Oh, in a for sure. So not as healthy you can imagine, um, this oak tree and pretty much the whole woods that surround the oak tree is haunted as fuck. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of bad death. Not and like happy the, death. And all of the ghosts seem to be the ghosts of the dead girls. Yeah. Makes that sense. makes sense. It tracks, it tracks. Yeah. Um, so people say, some of the hauntings that they see is that people say that they will see phantom bodies hanging in the tree. Ew. Cool. Oftentimes they're small bodies, like say the body of a 14-year-old Like a 14-year-old girl, girl yeah. Yuck. Um, straight, uh, they will also sometimes just hear screams coming from oh, the woods or I cries for help coming from the woods. Awful. Great. Uh, little bright spot. There's a close by women's bathroom that's also haunted by these girls. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they have to make their ghost shits. Yeah. So apparently the the bathroom sometimes has screams coming out of it. And sometimes the doors slam shut as you're trying to like go in or go out. The door mm-hmm. slams shut in your face. Um, and the ghosts are is, like, don't fucking go out there ever don't again. Go yeah. in there. There's a really bad man by that tree. God. Don't trust him. He says he's a cop. Yeah. <sighs> Um, so the the location directly under the tree is apparently always cold. Wow. There's always a cold spot there. And because of this, because of the, is this literally the spot of a serial killer? He says it's because of, quote, murder demons. Yep. Band names. Bob has called it. Yep. Um, Satanists love it. I Big bet fan. they do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because demons, Big Satan. Fan. I get it, man. So they like to come and like practice their occult ceremonies. So the police is very Play like, D&D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yep. I'm a druid. 
I'm a druid. Um, so much so that the priest from a local Catholic diocese came over, did a blessing, performed an exorcism on the tree, and then put up crosses. Whoa. And the next day they were all gone. Whoa. Mm. Satan was like, none of this, sir. Not today, God. No. <laughs> so then, <laughs> wow. So then in the 90s, because there was a huge uptick in 95 after he was killed in prison, after Gerald was killed in prison, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more Satanists coming by and the city was like, okay, we're going to redo this whole park area. We're going to put in a bigger path and we're going to cut down this tree. We're oh, just going to get yeah. rid of it. That makes sense. Uh, the tree had other plans. Oh, the tree said, no, thank you. So they showed up with a chainsaw. The chainsaw would not start, even though it worked just fine when it was away from the tree. But you move it towards the tree and it shuts said off. no. Said no, So they're like, you. fine, we're going to get a handsaw and like get two guys yeah. in here to just handsaw it down. Sure. Uh, they put it against the bark of the tree. It started chipping the teeth off of the saw. Wow. wow. It was undamaged. Okay. Okay. And then they said, fuck it. We're just going to get an axe. We're going to Paul Bunyan this Yeah, shit. man. I like um, it. And the Florida first, Paul Bunyan. Sweaty. The first swing they tried to make at the tree, the head of the axe flew off of the handle. Ended and up in some guy's head. <laughs> and killed another man. Oh, man. Okay, that tree um, literally was like, I'm not, I'm I'm fine here. Yeah, Thank so you. the tree is Are not you? going anywhere because it, it wants to stay there. And I thought there's a lot of like screamy, the various ghostiness. There's never like, I saw the ghost of Susan. I saw the ghost of Carol. It's right. like just general ghostiness. But the one other interesting thing I found was that if you take, but you're trying to find ghost evidence, so you take pictures within the park. There's a lot of orb pictures. Ah. But there's no pictures, ghost pictures, of the tree itself. Because if you try and take a picture of the tree at night, it will always fail. Really? Huh. The camera will die. The film will, like, be overexposed. Like, you can never get a picture of this tree in the nighttime, apparently. Huh. Well, the tree doesn't have its makeup on. I get it. Oh, yeah, the, the tree didn't consent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the daytime, he's got some good light. Right, exactly. You, yeah. you need to have like that perfect lighting, the perfect everything. I get yeah, it. Yeah, the murder demons care about how they look mm -hmm. on, on camera. Mm -hmm. Right, because they're like... They know the internet's forever. They want to look good. Yeah. Wouldn't you, man? Yeah, so that is the story of the devil tree. Wow. Jesus. Which I had to dive into because I was like, there's... This there's is not just story. like a, oh, there's dead girls on the tree. Like, no, there really were dead girls on the tree. Damn. Uh, which was incredibly dark. So then they decided to prick out my favorite of the other devils. Good. Just yeah, as yeah. a little palate cleanser for you. Great. Awesome. So, now, so now I'm going to tell you a story about the devil's chair. Okay. 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 Uh, He's got so a chair. He likes to sit. Yeah, so the Devil's Chair is in Lake Helen uh, Casa Daga Cemetery, which okay. is in Casa Daga. If I'm saying that wrong, I don't care. Uh, who cares? Great. It sounds authentic to me. Yep. Um, so this is a large brick chair. It's really big. Like two okay. grown men could sit on this chair together. Mm. Oh, we think and two grown men do. Yeah. Um, that is just in the middle of the cemetery. It's facing like a couple groupings of headstones. Um, they say that it's the devil's chair because he likes to come like lord over his devilly graveyard or whatever. Sure. And the legend says that if you sit in the chair on during the stroke of midnight, that the devil will come and whisper in your ear. Oh, what does he say? What does he say? I don't know. Oh. Uh, does he whisper but I like, do know hey, that the other thing about this chair is that if you bring the devil a beer... Okay, this is... Hang on, this, hold hang on. on, this is getting good. <laughs> yep. So if you bring the devil a beer, he prefers canned domestic beer. Okay. okay. Devil likes Budweiser. That's so if you put a fine. can of beer on the chair at yeah. nighttime, mm -hmm. um, by the morning, the can is untouched, but empty. Oh. Oh, so like you'll open it up and there'll be no beer in there? 
Yes. Like it's it's completely still sealed, but it is now empty. That so is the, the devil drinks the devil drinks the beer. That's tight as hell. But what if you brought him a stone? I mean, maybe he like he does seem to like cans. That's what the internet led me to believe. Okay. Cans are more preferable than bottles. All right. You know what? And We're he gonna... likes domestic. Yep. Michelob Ultra. Hell yeah. That's uh, he's watching his carbs. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. What if the devil's like you know on a bit of a diet? He ate too many souls the, in the, the diet. The devil's got have the quarantine fifteen like the rest of us. <laughs> like everybody Real else. Puffy. Yeah, and he's like, look, I need to cut down. <laughs> On my soul consumption, <laughs> so I'm gonna just go light tonight. Yeah. Um. So that is the devil's tree. I do and the, like the it. Little snippet of the devil's chair. I dig the chair. This is my I like Florida that chair. loves the devil. Florida Florida does love go, the devil. Way to go, Florida! And one thing I love is the devil. One thing you love is the devil. We all love the devil together. <laughs> Murder demons. Murder demons. Do it. Do it. Ah. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a couple seconds with more Florida. Yeehaw, Florida. Hey everybody, it's your old pal engineer Bob. Guess what I've got in my butt? Bears. Hey, guess what? If you want to give us an uh, iTunes review, that would be great. We need them to help us move up the charts. So just go in there, put five stars, and say, this is the best show ever. We need the words, not just the stars. Also, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash booze and brews. Audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches that I do. The ones for this week are great. You're going to love them. Get in there. Give us your money. Hey, guess what? We're also doing special Halloween episodes. Get ready for them. You're going to love them. They're going to be so much fun. If you don't like them, I don't give a shit. Also, hey, guess what? Social media websites. Come and talk to us. We're so much fun. We've got a Twitter at booze and brews. we got an Instagram at booze and brews podcast. And we got a Facebook at booze and brews. That's enough for me. Now back to the show. Go for flow rider. Apple bottom jeans. Is that These boots with the fur? Sure. Sure. Right that was the one. The flow. She had the flow. Next thing you know. Wee 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 Anyway, <laughs> my there's some video of a dog. It's a Shiba Inu, because if you hold a Shiba Inu over water, he try they try to paddle their legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a video of the dog doing it to that beat. So I was like, he's like paddling on the beat. And I just realized a moment ago that I referred I referred to him as Flow Rider. Wow, white man flows. Hey, this is your old pal Whitey Magoo. He's a rapist. He, he's this, a rapsman. This, this rapsman is Chris Raps. This is your pal Whitey Willoughby from the Booze and Brews podcast. Jesus. I'm sure it's it's Flo, F-L-O-W, Rider. Oh, yeah. Flo, Rider. Is that not what it is? Nope. All right, tell your story. No, it's Florida. That's the joke. I don't get it. It goes right over my head. So I've decided to do, again... You know, big heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. I managed to find not a serial killer. Oh, good. I was like, if yours is dark too, man. No. Yeah, we're gonna shut the show down. No, no, no. Mine. I'll stop the recording right now. Mine is one of those where it's like the pro- devil drinks beer. Mine's true. Mine's propaganda paid for by the Stranahan family. Um, oh, so, here we go. Oh, yeah. Two like weeks. Last week. Last family. Week, mine was family. Yeah. PR. Yep, Ashlock this one family is PR. We got this one this week. <laughs> Stranahan family. Stranahan. So, I am going to tell you about the Stranahan house located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The Stranahan house. Stranahan. So the Stranahan house is today a historic house museum. Uh, like I said, located it's a museum in- to house music. <laughs> yes. It's it's a house. It's a house <laughs> museum to it's houses. A, it's a my house. Like it's, I'm a building. It's, it's a my house. house. Uh, it was. It has, a, it has displays to smaller my houses. 
Yes. It's like a big house, and then you got a house on the inside. It's it's just buildings from train sets inside. It's, it's my house is all the way down. <laughs> yeah. It was the the house was originally built by Frank Stranahan in 1901 and originally served as a trading post. So it was not intentionally built as a home. It wasn't invented. It built. was built as a trading post and then later became a house. Um, a trading post. So it was not an on purpose house. It was not an on purpose house. It was a we're just and we have the house. we have this. We might as well make it into a house. Property Got Brothers it. accidental homes. Yeah. I don't know. I'd watch it on HGTV. Ship lap. Only we have ship lap. So when business boomed, so when the trading post business boomed. um, (laughs) What are they selling at this trading post? Dinosaur pelts? They traded with the Seminole. So it was whatever goods that they they had as white people. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Um, So when the trading post. Pelts and semen. Semen on. What the fuck, Bob? That was a good joke. No, it wasn't. Just tell your story and laugh at my jokes. That's that's how this show works. God damn it! <laughs> so when the trading post became too large for the original building, they moved out, and the Stranahans, Frank and his wife Ivy, moved in. Oh, in, so it was an on-purpose Stranahan house. Yes. Um, okay. In 1915, the house got some good house-related upgrades, like uh, interior sta- interior sta- staircases. <laughs> Ship lap. Before that was just a Trump. rope in a bucket. Uh, yeah, pretty much. No, I think it was like outside stairs because it was, you know, you had two separate floors, but one was built as like community center and the other one was like, this is where we just have a bunch of our shit. Well, what if it was hurricane and outside, Paul? Uh, it now has a hurricane proof roof. Say that's oh, a proof fast. roof. <laughs> it's, got it's got that good, good proof roof. Proof roof. After they destroyed uh, them a building display yeah, 16 times. The, <laughs> look, the building display got some damage a couple times. So yeah, I got hit it. by a hurricane. A hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so they got uh, interior staircase, ship lap, wainscoting, crown molding, electricity, and plumbing. So it's now oh, a house shit. house. Literally. Granite counter, co- counter. Wow. Whoa. Had a stroke. Whoa. <laughs> baby stroke. La, la, la. Uh, proof roof. Proof roof. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. <laughs> proof roof. And on an Irish wristwatch. Uh, Ivy lived there. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Uh, Ivy lived there until her death in 1971. Uh, the house was then given to the Seventh Day Adventist Church, of which Ivy was a member. And oh shit! Yeah, so mm. she was very religious, and the church sold it to the Fort Lauderdale Historical Society in 1975. Okay, wait. Sorry, in my head, I went to say like that's some David Koresh shit. But in my head, I said David Caruso. <laughs> I mean, it's CSI. Yeah, it's all yeah. orange. CSI Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Far less glamorous. I would watch it. It's a lot more meth related death. Yeah. Oh, shit. In, in my head, I was like, that's not right. That's not his name. I'm not going to just say it. David that's Caruso. Correct. It, David. Yeah. It's like, it's like the opposite of house where like, it's always meth. <laughs> It's never a pretty boring show, but yeah. I don't know. We watched it. It's it's more six money. seasons. All of a sudden, David Caruso gets lupus for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> he got a little meth lupus. It's a crossover. Yeah, <laughs> you can only cure the lupus through the use of meth with yeah. meth. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. So then, he and has to Jesus, meth and <laughs> Jesus. So the historical society spent nine years renovating the home to its 1915 configuration and officially opened it up as a museum in 1984. So they took down all the shiplap and put the stairs back outside. So what happened was, <laughs> no. So I'm after confused. they took off the proof roof. No, the proof roof always stayed. 
Um, okay. I will get to it later in the story, but okay, it was okay. it was a home, but then the changes had to be made because of uh, financial difficulties. I'll get oh. to it. I will get to it. Okay. 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 Um, so the Stranahans, uh, who are they? Why are they so important that they have a fucking house? Yeah. That's a yeah. house museum. Give with me that propaganda roof. I crave. Here's the propaganda. So Frank was born in Vienna, Ohio in 1864. After working in the steel mill mills as a youth left him with bad lungs, he moved down to Florida and Florida's humidity, which is supposed to be better for your lungs. Mm. Apparently. It's the black love pop. <laughs> <laughs> Who's winning the match? <laughs> so he got the black lungs. Merman, dad. <laughs> Merman. Moved to Florida in 1893. And once in Florida, Frank hit up his cousin who offered him a job to run the overnight camp at the New River Camp. And I guess it was, again, like a trading post kind of situation with okay. the Seminoles. Okay, so he's working the night shift at the 7-Eleven now. Yes, so yeah. it's okay. exactly it. Old-timey one, though. Old-timey. And he also operated a ferry crossing the river between <laughs> Lanterna, or Lantana and Lemon City. That was so a joke for exactly one person, and it really worked. That was a joke for Bob. <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it. <laughs> Just know that it worked. Yep. And it was... It was a quality... It was a good joke. Uh, so he would operate the ferry crossing the river between these two cities. About a year later, a wealthy landowner asked him... Dear, can you just move your camp about 300 yards up river? And he's like, okay. Oh, God. So he picked up his shit. No, no, no. He picked up his ship uh, and moved up river. And in return, this lady gave him 10.7 acres of land. Oh, so that's pretty nice. I thought it was going to be like a thing. Why did she want him to move up river? Look, because the view apparently there was tip top. Oh, is that what it was? I think it was just oh. like a. This is a very strategic sort of I nice like looking location. I exposure. I thought yes. it was not tent camps. Yeah, exactly. I Can thought it was a thing where, where like she moved him up up the river because that's where it flooded. So because she was a competitor oh. or something. No, no, no. It was just like a wealthy lady who was like, oh. I like the view. Now your business has been ruined by my actions, and now I have the only trading post on the river of the Seminoles. Sadly, that's not it. Oh well. Um, so he set up his barge ferry and opened a trading post. Uh, he would trade primarily with the Seminoles, who actually did not think he was trash. They they welcome like open. They're like, hey, this dude's got like, a good hey, trading this, post. This guy doesn't fuck us. So yeah. thumbs up. Uh, this is where the Stranahan family PR comes in. Mm -hmm. I was wondering. Knows. I felt yeah. that felt who very. Actually knows? very this, this is from the Florida Historical Society. So I don't actually know. They don't have a dog in this fight. No. Paid for um, by the Stranahan family. <laughs> yeah. So in 1899, the town around the trading post grew to the point where they needed a school. Enter 18-year-old Ivy Cromarty, a teacher from Lemon City. She was hired to teach Lemon the City? Lemon City. I know. I, I wondered about that when you said it earlier. <laughs> yep. It's a city full of lemons. It's a lemon party city? It's a lemon party city. It's old men touching each other's genitals with lemons. <laughs> Sometimes there's a girl there to help them along. And, and like uh, sell shitty party favors because it's Party City. Yeah, Lemon Party City. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated thing. So she was hired to teach the nine students. There is a subheading on on uh, you porn for it, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, nine students in a one-room schoolhouse. Uh, she caught the eye of Frank and the two dated for about five months before getting married in 1900. Oh, so he wasn't already married. No, he was not. He was, okay. he, he was yeah. married to his trading post business. Yeah, he was married to the ferry. Wait a minute. Could be. <laughs> well, hey now. That, that was not legal, legal back, back then. then. Yeah. <laughs> so even though Ivy gave up her paid position as a teacher, as you're known to do in 1900, she offered informal schooling lessons to the Seminole children. 
um, that respected oh, so nice that respected the tribe's traditions and started a friendship with the Seminoles um, that she became known for. So she actually was like, well, I'm not going to try to. She did to push the Christ on them, but I don't mm-hmm. think it was like overt Christ. Yeah. She just she still did like one them. one level of the whitewash. She didn't go yeah. back for like seconds and thirds. Exactly. It was oh, just like, man, here's Buffalo, this. blessing from God. Exactly. That's it. That's all I have to That's say about it. Come to school. Yeah. Come to school. So, um, in fact, in 1917, Frank and Ivy both testified before the House of Representatives Committee on Investigation of the Indian Service um, about the conditions of the Seminole tribe, basically telling them, the U.S. government, telling the U.S. government, you should honor your side of the bargains. That yeah, you're you telling these people, like, shit, yeah, they're nice. Yeah. These are good guys. These are good yeah, guys. There's you, no need for this. You promised them this, and you've turned around, and you've not delivered. You should probably deliver on this. They're good people. Look at that. And the U.S. government said, crawl no. up your own ass and die. They're like, that's Basically, funny. They were like, oh, okay, uh, no. They said, but capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Manifest destiny and all of that we've shit. We've taken your note down and we've put it in the garbage. That's right. Appropriate filing place for it. We've put it in the circular file. Yes. My grandma used to call it file 13. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> put it right in file 13. Yep. Uh, so at the same time, Frank's business was booming. Mm-hmm. Um, he built a much larger trading post, again, complete with broad porches where the Seminole could sleep when they came to trade. Complete Boom. with broadband. With broadband for the Seminoles. Broadband Seminoles. internet access. Because yeah. like these... Brought these, to you by Spectrum. These yeah. Seminoles are out here. They got these iPhones. They can't get on the internet. No. They got no internet. These Enter Seminoles got tweets that need tweeting. Yeah. They got to download all their apps when they're at the trading post. And that's the only time they can connect to GPS to figure out what the buffaloes are. Right. This, plus, it's a big, uh, it's a gym on Pokemon Go. Yes. <laughs> they uh, need the wireless. They totally need Just it. Just doing nothing but catching Tauros. The store also <laughs> operated as a post office, community center, and town hall. Um, Frank diversified and also got into banking, becoming Fort Lauderdale's first banker. Um, wow. But no booze. So now that we're in the 19, late 1910s, and now we're in the 19, or 20s, um, Ivy was a member of the temperance movement, so she oh. said no, no. But she was also a suffragette, which is fun okay. because she was like, "Yeah, go vote," but also no booze. And one article vote for no booze. One article I read about her literally said she was part of the suffragette movement, and that one tickled me. And I was like, "Suffragette band name calling it." Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, like jet, like a jet airplane. Yeah, two words. No, actually one word. Suffer, S U F F E R, jet, J E T, suffragette. That I was like, cool. "You have the right idea, but the wrong." Yeah. The wrong thing. Fucking, wrong spelling. It, when you when you fly our airline, you're <laughs> you you're destroyed. Suffer, <laughs> suffer jet. Um. Anyway, uh, there's no bathrooms on this plane. Yeah, hold your turds, idiot. You have to pee. Suffer jet. Yeah. I feel like that's Spirit Airlines' motto. Suffer jet. Suffer jet. All the oh, all the meals give you diarrhea. Suck a dick. That's like Whiz or like any of those really shitty European oh, yeah. Sun f- Country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, They'll fly you somewhere for like seventeen dollars, but if you want like a seatbelt and a tray table and to bring you gotta luggage, pay one hundred and sixty way bucks. way more. Yeah. yeah. Little add on. Oh, did you want to get on the plane? That costs money. Yeah. Nickel and dime. Yep. Frontier Airlines. Liz Air, whatever the fuck. Ryan, Ryan Airlines. Yeah, Ryan Air. Yeah. I've flown all of them, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. So, as we know, this little thing called the Depression was looming, and it came early for poor Frank. Uh, in 1926, the Florida land boom collapsed, and there were two devastating hurricanes back to back, well, kind of back to back, one in 1926 and one in 1928. Which, I told you move that staircase inside. He did not do that. Um, and he was left financially ruined by this, and it also left his friends who invested in him 
financially ruined as well. Oh, so, oh no, his Ponzi scheme. <laughs> his Ponzi scheme is just the triangle. It's it's not looking good. Frank oh, was no. uh, Frank could not take this, and on May twenty second, nineteen twenty nine, he killed himself by tying a sewer grate around his waist and jumped in the river. Oh no! Oh, oh damn it! Hey, Seminoles, yeah. I got something for you. You're gonna want to hear about. It's called multi level marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you tried Herbal Laugh? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're vitamins. <laughs> yeah. So Ivy went on, but she you had to. You can't live entirely on meats. I know no. you love meats, dried meats, cooked meats, but listen, you get some of these herbs inside pills of you. Pills and herbs. Some of these pills and herbs. These are herb pills. Yeah, herb. Not, <laughs> not just any pills. That's, a, that's my cousin, pills. herb pills. <laughs> herb pills. You can Jeez. shove him up your ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like herb pills. It's a logger, <laughs> like a pilsner. <laughs> I that's got a passion for the pills. I went passion beer. You pills. went shove it up your ass. It yeah. was very yeah. different. Yeah. Look, different minds. We're in yeah, different. tomato, potato. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Ivy did. She carried on, but she had to rent rooms um, and eventually leased the lower floor to restaurants, which is why. When it was sold in the 1970s, it had to be reestablished because the bottom oh, floor was turned into a restaurant. Was a was a Red Robin? Yeah, yum. it was a yum. <laughs> not so. They yum. started stapling I'm bicycles so... to the wall. Nobody could get to sleep. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> the Red Robin. Yum. Um, yum. So she lived in the home, like I said, until she died in her sleep at the age of 90 in wow. 1971. That's a good oh, moment. so she lived and died in the home. She did. Uh, and so did a bunch of other people. So guess what we have? Ghost ghosts. Hell yes. So in addition to Frank and Ivy, at least four other people died in the home. Uh, a young Seminole girl who was sick, she literally came to visit Ivy, crossed the threshold in the house and dropped dead. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, I made it. <laughs> Help me. Not so much. Uh, Ivy's dad, sister, and brother also all died in the house. Basically, the entire Cromarty family mm. passed away in this home. Um, and they all still seem to hang about. Oh, oh that's fun. good. And they was like, we didn't get to enjoy it in life. We shall enjoy it in death. Pretty much. So first up is Frank. Uh, it's believed that Frank tries to keep the house free from vagrants. <laughs> oh, uh, vagrants. Who attempt to sleep on his veranda. That is meant for the Seminoles only, not yeah. for you fucking homeless people. A veranda people. vagrant we but, shall not bunch have. bunch of homeless people come up and they're like, get out of here. And they're like, squatters rights. And the ghost comes out and goes, I'm the original squatter, motherfucker. I'm the squatter. I, I am he who squats. <laughs> <laughs> Squat these rights, motherfucker. <laughs> so people have reported loud banging sounds on the outside of the house as if he's just like pounding on the wall out in front of the thing being like, get, get out, out of my, my veranda. Sometimes a full bodied apparition does appear and he attempts to chase the vagrants off of his porch. Get off my lawn. I mean, lawn. that would work. That mm -hmm. would work. Yeah. If an yeah. if a, a apparition of somebody who was not there three seconds before all of a sudden showed up and started yelling at me, I'd run away. Sure. Yeah. If I was a veranda vagrant, I would run away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, sadly, some people have also seen Frank reliving his suicide by jumping into the river. Yeah. I prefer him being angry and yelling to get off my damn porch. Get um, off my lawn. Ivy uh, is just as sweet and kind in death as she was in uh, life. The museum has very narrow staircases, which are definitely not up the code. Oh, um, not up the code. <laughs> no. And so staff will sometimes feel a cold, gentle hand on their backs, steadying them as they're walking up. Pushing them down the stairs. No, <laughs> she's not trying to kill them. She's trying to help them because apparently when she was alive, she did say the stairs to the attic are very narrow and scary. Mm -hmm. So even in death, she's like, hey, it's okay. I got you. Oh, got puts, you. A, puts a tender sweet. hand on your bottom for some extra stability. That's right. 
and the little bottom mm-hmm. stability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doot, doot. That's what they call a tripod. Bottom stability. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. see it. Um, and <laughs> okay, I see it. <laughs> it's also not uncommon <laughs> to smell her perfume uh, around the house. So she likes oh, okay. what, what kind of perfume is it? I didn't say. Oh, I'm stinky. gonna guess old lady perfume. Musky. Smell it. I'm gonna say lilacs. Lilac or lavender or something. Old lady rose. Sure. Um, rose. Rose. You know. Just smearing flowers on her ass. Yeah, it's some everywhere. sort of fucking flower. Flower she horse. Fucking flowers. <laughs> fucking twenty minutes. Yeah. Thank you. Twenty minutes. <laughs> fucking football. Fucking hot fucking baseball. No, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Goddamn, John, if you're listening, fuck you. You spit all over my arm. You disgusting asshole. Oh my god. The Bruins Memories suck. A- Bruins suck. Memories from a pre-COVID world. Oh my oh god, man. where you could be spit on oh, and not think be about that. out. Oh my I god, know. if it had been COVID world, they spit all over. I would have beat the shit out of him. It wouldn't have spit on you because you would not have been anywhere oh where public God. is. Oh, I'm That's so mortified bad. right now. Next in the Cromartie family, we're moving on. Died <laughs> from spitting. Is uh, Papa Augustus, who came to stay with Ivy uh, toward the end of his life when he was ill and therefore died in the home. Okay, so uh, he came to die there. Yeah, he basically. Take- is this the house where we all die? <laughs> Sign me up. I'm ready to die. So everything I have old- come to the death house on account of this is where we all go to die. It is me, Augustus. <laughs> Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Save him. How does it Help. make you feel? Hungry. Police. Murder. <laughs> oh, the suspension is terrible. I, hope it'll, I hope it'll last. That's another movie I know almost every word to. So ever the old man grump, Augustus likes to keep an eye on staff in the gift shop, which was once his old room. Uh, so when he is displeased with whatever those damn kids are up to, he makes his feelings known by throwing books on the floor and making the room cold. <laughs> you did not have exact change. <laughs> Throw a book. Cold. These books are not alphabetized. Yeah. Have you never heard of the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do I have to do everything myself? Yes. Uh, These books need to be correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so albert uh was ivy's brother and he also died in the home now he was not the most ambitious of boys it's not like he came to the house to die he came to the house to avoid any sort of responsibility in life because hmm. what he liked to do was gamble and who are around mm. who doesn't yeah right and and it's that who are around that caught him the tb Oh, and no. he died. Oh, like, oh, he died of the drippy dick? He died of the <laughs> He drippy, died of a drippy lung. Drippy lung, yeah. Mm. And he didn't expose it to the elements, therefore he he died. Yeah, he didn't open up his fucking chest. Nope. <laughs> didn't didn't drink that bleach. So in death, uh he's snarky, a little bit of a perv. He's not the nicest of ghosts. Oh. Uh he'll make his old room warm. This, is this two weeks of ghost boob lickers? A little bit. He'll <laughs> make his room warm and inviting for the ladies. So you pull your nipples out. So you pull your nipples out and you're like, God, oh, it's so hot in here. Let me take my shirt off. It's hot in here. So hot. So let me lick your Girl nipples. I just a little hot in the room. Perhaps you need to take off some of the layers. Yeah. Try the bra layer. Don't you take off the top layer. Oh, look, oh, oh somehow oh. My, my tongue fell on your breast. Oh, <laughs> somehow <laughs> my mouth is around your nipples. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, and when a man is in the room, he will make it cold so that they will leave. 
there you go. You leave your clothes on. You leave, I don't want I to don't? see anything going on below the belt. Look, I accept it, but I don't. I don't do it. I don't, yeah, I don't not, want the man nipples. Yeah, you can do that, and that's fine in your free time. But it's not my kink, baby. <laughs> It's fine in your free time. So he's also been caught on a digital recorder telling someone to get out of his room. Get out of my room and bring back the nipples from women's. As well as saying... (laughs) Women nipples. As well as saying... Where are all the hot fry lines? Quote, you need suffrage when investigators tried to get him to move on. You yeah. need suffrage. Yeah. As like a nod to the... Because there were ladies investigators yeah. that were Let trying to be like, vote. Albert, go to the liberate other side. Liberate women so that they will not... They will burn their I bras and I can... like them to liberate their breasts from yes. their shirts. Maybe. And then I can make it cold in the room again, which is my natural state, so I can see the nipples through the shirts. Oh, everything is working out wonderful for me today. <laughs> yeah. Ivy's sister is there too. She's <laughs> my brother-in-law likes to yell on the porch. <laughs> uh, her her ghost is a bit sad, so I skipped over her. Oh, um, yeah. I was oh, like, hashtag feminism. Where's her ghost? Her no, okay. So she was seven months pregnant when she went to stay with Ivy, uh-huh. and um, she found out her husband was cheating on her. That she was actually the second wife, which caused her to go into early labor, and both she and her baby bled out. There you go. Oh, fuck that guy. So, fuck men. Fuck men. They're so, the worst. I guess on EVPs you will get her screaming about like justice for her ex-husband. Like, did they catch him or did they do anything? I didn't find any evidence. Was Albert of that. the ex-husband? No, Albert's okay. brother. Oh, the okay. Brother. So he's. I would fine. hope not. That's yeah. a whole different that's, twist and turn. I mean, that's yeah. Florida to a different level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's Florida now. Yeah, but I guess the ghost of Ivy. You party. see two orbs that usually float next to each other, which people think is the baby sister and, and the, the baby. Oh, oh, her and her baby. That's yeah. sort of sweet and so that's sad. I mean, way. it's nice. She has a good support system there. She has people to help her raise her ghost baby and can like yeah. watch her right. ghost baby when she wants to go to the ghost red robin. Right, and you just ignore the brother who <laughs> is too busy about you know who are about. Uh, and the last ghost is the little Seminole girl that just fell dead uh, on the porch. Oh uh, no! So that her voice has been captured via EVP. They've heard her singing and chanting. Um, and she also Aww. likes candy. They keep a candy dish on Frank's desk, and a lot of times they'll come in in the morning and there's candy on the uh, like they've she's taken candy out of the dish and just left it on the desk. Oh, she doesn't eat it though. They she don't can't just find eat like it. the wrappers. Right, I don't know. She's oh. dead. Oh, a life of unending torment. Reaching into the candy, candy dish jar. and throwing it into her mouth, and it just falls out of her incorporeal body. Yeah. True. Ah, shit. Shit. So that's the Stranahan House located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm, I like it. There's a lot of ghosts. It's a lot of ghosts. It's all family. And yeah. they're all super fun. Yeah. Well, except for the sad, I mean, sad, but it's actually sort of sweet. Little yeah, she gets her ghost candy. Baby. Yeah. Dead babies. Boob, boob liquors. This is this place is the shit. Random vagrants. Random vagrants. Get off my lawn, kids. I don't know. I like it a lot. So that brings us to our beer, which is uh, called Del Valle. Mexican lager. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> it it smells gi- like a hot dog water. It yep. does, as we mentioned. It has not faded away from a hot dog no. smell. Mm-mm. Not at all. The can. Yeah, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> you know, when you smell it with the can, you get a little bit of the bun as well. So it is like hot dog smelling. It's full hot dog? It's full hot dog. I'm going to get the full uh, hot dog. It's like, I like you never go full bun. hot dog. Never go full hot dog. You know what? You get the bun. It's more pleasing out of the can smell. It is more pleasing out of the can to let it open up in the glass. I thought it would get warm and get better. No. Nope. 
It's nope. it's a so like I said, it's a Mexican lager. It's very light. Like I said, you can it's, hold it up and see tuna through the thing. It's very very light. It's also it's paying homage to the valley we call home. San Fernando Brewing's Del Valle is a golden lager reminiscent of the sun-kissed fields of grain that dominated the valley over a century ago. Oh. Hard disagree. I disagree. Light, crisp, and refreshing. Hard. Again, hard nope. disagree. This Mexican lager is perfect for any occasion. Hard disagree. Yeah. yeah. It's 4.3%. You could if you drink wanna, it. If you want to smell hot dogs and taste pee, give it a drink. Why not? It doesn't... You know what? It smells... Unpleasant. It doesn't to taste. Me, it doesn't taste like anything. like much of anything. It, it's got a little bit of. I don't like the the aftertaste is not unpleasant for for what this is like the the, the finish on it. Like it if you told me this was Bud Light, I would believe you. Except it smells weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't I don't really know. taste like much of anything. It doesn't taste like. But much it does of anything. have babos. But it has babos. We got to babos. So this time. in that, it, it is a step up from some of the beers we've gotten from San Fernando Brewing. It this doesn't. Is, it doesn't have a lot of bubbles. Yeah. But this there are a couple. Basically a month of us shitting on this brewery. Yep. But they deserve they it. We should make better fucking beer. Yeah, and some like, of their beer was good, just lacking in bubbles. Yeah. yeah. This so one's lacking in flavor. Indeed. Well, this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Guess what I like? Murder Demons. It's a good band name. You know, <laughs> it's really great. Uh, you know what else I love? I love that the devil drinks beer, but I fucking hated the rest of that story, so Melissa I wins. Know. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. As I was writing it up, I was like, Bob's going to hate this one. Yeah, yeah. raped and Look, murdered I, youths. Yeah, I it win. really gross. Because if there's one thing, it's like, it's like I love veranda vagrants. I love German perverts. I love all this. It had a lot of good things in there. German pervert band yeah. name called it. <laughs> it it oh, had yeah. a lot of really good stuff it's like in a punk it. But, band you know, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't do the serial killer stuff. It them. really gets me upset. <laughs> I guess that means yeah. you're not a serial killer if it no, gets you upset. No, Yay, God. I didn't marry a loser. <laughs> or it's all a cover. No, you married a loser. You didn't marry a serial killer. A murderer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Phew>. Hard disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, buttheads, for listening to us yap at you again. Another yeah, week come- of this. Yeah, this was the last from San Fernando. We're going to have a different brewery, maybe two. We're not sure what we're going to do for we're the next We're going to do something. Weeks. They're going to be beer. There's going to be beer. There will be booze. There will be bros. <laughs> Until then. Cheers. Cheers. He almost brought again. That was a good clink. <laughs>